Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, January 3rd, and this is your FT News Briefing. The U.S. is getting absolutely slammed by Omicron, and Tesla is leading the electric vehicle charge, but how long will its reign last? Plus, 2022 is starting off with a lot of COVID news, inflation news, and the possibility that volatile equities will stick around. So the FT is going to predict how these stories will play out this year. We're trying not to be uh, doomsters and gloomsters, but, uh, you know, realistic, that's what we're aiming for. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The U.S. is experiencing record-high COVID cases because of the Omicron variant. The seven-day rolling average of cases was close to 400,000 on Saturday. It's the highest daily total since the start of the pandemic. The FT's Stefania Palma is reporting on the Omicron surge and says it's even taken top officials by surprise. So Anthony Fauci, who is Joe Biden's uh, chief medical advisor on Sunday, actually uh, said that without a doubt, the acceleration of cases we've seen in the U.S., quote, is really unprecedented and has gone well beyond anything we have seen before, which I think really was a call for concern. Fauci also sort of made the point that he was uh, very, very concerned about the potential straining on the hospital system. So, Stefania, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention shortened the isolation guidelines last week. For anyone testing positive, it's down from 10 days to five days if the person who tested positive has no symptoms. Now, a lot of people are are unhappy with the CDC for this recommendation. Is the agency reconsidering it? It's quite interesting, Mark, actually, because we now Fauci is sort of signaling that there might be a bit of a U-turn on these recently issued uh, guidelines on Sunday uh, when asked about actually the the pushback that there's been to this loosening of the rules. uh, Fauci said that requiring testing at the end of this five-day period is actually now under consideration. So it's very clear that the CDC is obviously revisiting the new guidelines that you've just mentioned. Now, how has the surge affected businesses? I I know airlines, for one, have been hit pretty hard. So because of this latest surge, there's been enormous disruption, even when looking at just this past uh, weekend uh, for New Year's. Thousands of U.S. flights uh, have been disrupted. That is obviously going to have a knock-on effect on airlines, but also, I think, on any kind of business who is obviously uh, having a number of employees uh, dotted across the U.S. and the world, frankly, during the holidays. Stefania Palma is usually our U.S. legal and enforcement correspondent. Today, she's covering the Omicron variant. Thanks, Stefania. Thank you. Tesla smashed its own production and delivery records at the end of last year. The electric car maker posted fourth quarter numbers, and it boasted 40,000 more deliveries above the average Wall Street estimate. The boom isn't just a mark of success for Tesla. It's also an indication that the appetite for electric vehicles is getting stronger. And while the FT's Richard Waters says Tesla is still leading the pack, the competition is creeping into its rearview mirror. You know, the Tesla story is um, at a pivotal moment, really, because 
we now know that they can produce. We know that demand is very high, but this is also the point at which we, we are expecting some serious competition. In electric pickup trucks, for instance, Rivian is already out. Ford, with its very popular F-150, has an electric version due in the spring. Now, we don't know whether those companies can can really scale their production, but you know, I think the key here is that they are getting out ahead of Tesla's Cybertruck. So this is one very popular category where Tesla will not be the first to reach production. But Richard says don't underestimate the head start that Tesla has. So this is an uncertain year for Tesla because they're slower with some of their newer models and competition is rising. So to start the year on such a strong note, and I think this shows you know, where their advantage lies now, that they can produce at scale, their costs are low, their margins are strong, they are, um, they, you know, they've hit their groove at a time when the rest of the industry is only just trying to scale up. Richard Waters is the FT's West Coast editor. Twenty twenty two is already off to a busy start when it comes to news. And at the FT, we want to know how some of the top stories will shake out as the year goes on. That's why we asked our top columnists and reporters to make predictions for the upcoming year. Joining us now is the guy who helped compile these predictions, the FT's chief leader writer, Neil Buckley. Hey Neil. Hi. So Neil, leading up to Christmas, the big worry was the Omicron variant that has spilled over into twenty twenty two. Uh, Before Omicron, it was the Delta variant. Should we be worried about another dangerous variant this year? Yes, we asked that question of Clive Cookson, our science editor, and his answer is that we should be worried. You know, there are still so many millions of people who are unvaccinated in the world. The possibility of further mutations is very high. uh, And there is a danger, therefore, that we could see something that is worse even than Omicron. um, And that is Clive's prediction that, yes, we will. Um, But it does depend, of course, on whether we can get uh, more vaccinations out to more people, particularly in the developing countries where rates of vaccination are extremely low and the extent to which uh, richer world countries as well are able to restrain the spread of Omicron and get more boosters into their populations so that we can start to bring COVID infections down worldwide. And whether or not Omicron settles down or another variant ramps up, it has an effect on how central banks react. Um, The Federal Reserve has to deal with the rate of recovery and also one of the other big concerns of 2021, inflation. The Fed expects to raise interest rates three times this year. Will it be enough to get inflation back around the Fed's 2% target? Well, what our forecast is saying, and this is done by Martin Wolf, our chief economic commentator, is that he doesn't believe that uh, inflation will be back at the Federal Reserve's 2% target by the year end, even with the three tightenings that uh, are now forecast. Uh, Of course, an awful lot does depend on Omicron. And um, Martin is saying that, uh, you know, it's possible that that won't be as bad as we fear and that supply chains will start to recover and the kind of shortages we saw last year because of uh, supply chain issues um, will prove to be temporary. But he says there's a number of other factors. The labour market uh, is very hot at the moment. Unemployment is very low. There are high vacancy rates in the economy at the moment. Um, That can put pressure on inflation. 
And uh, Martin's view is that even what is currently envisaged from the Fed is not going to be enough to get back to target. Mm. Turning down to markets, the S&P hit new high after new high in 2021. Will that continue in 2022 or is it going to dip? And if it does dip, how, how bad is it going to be? Well, I think it's not an unconnected question at all um, because um, the level of interest rates is obviously one of the uh, two or three key things that investors are watching for the coming year. So we posed the question on the S&P 500 to our markets editor, Katie Martin, asking whether she thought that the S&P 500 was going to fall by more than 10%. Uh, Katie says yes, uh, she thinks it will, and is uh, citing inflation as one of the uh, key issues, or rather the fact that the US Federal Reserve is going to be forced to uh, hit the, the monetary brakes in order to cool inflation. Um, and that is inevitably, we think, going to have an impact on uh, equities. Uh, we've seen them go up and up, the uh, the bull run go on uh, for a very long time. Uh, our forecast is that that is going to um, reverse this year, uh, although we only put the question at 10%, not 20%. So it's not, uh, we're not forecasting at the moment that, uh, that we will go into a bear market. Well, we have Katie on weekly here at the FT News Briefing, and she she is a little bit of doom and gloom. So I'll have to have a word with her when, when we have her on this week. We're trying not to be uh, doomsters and gloomsters, but, uh, you know, realistic. That's what we're aiming for. Neil Buckley is the FT's chief leader writer. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. This is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.